This is Issues 2022. I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Sedgwick County Zoo President and CEO Scott Newland. Welcome to Issues 2022, Scott. Hi, Steve. Thanks for having me. Well, you were named uh, Sedgwick County Zoo President and CEO in April, I believe, replacing Jeff Etling, who had resigned. Uh, you've had a long relationship with the zoo. Is that true? You worked, you've worked at the zoo since you were a teenager? That is correct, Steve. Um, my family moved to Wichita in the very late 80s, and the first summer that we were here in town, um, I was looking for something to do to not be bored and kind of get out into the community and found myself here at the zoo with the volunteer program. And I have been either a volunteer or an employee in some capacity since then. Was there something special that attracted you uh, to want to work at the zoo? Um, well, my family were, were always kind of zoo people. Um, we, I grew up in southeast Kansas, and we were actually closest to the Tulsa Zoo. And we went to the Tulsa Zoo quite often. And then pretty much any time my family took a trip, we found ourselves at either a zoological park or a drive through safari. And I think that's really kind of where my interest in this industry kind of took off from. Um, I even when I was young, we went to some pretty significant zoos. I went to the San Diego Zoo when I was in third grade and will never forget that experience. So a lot of those um, childhood memories, I'm sure, is what kind of drove me to, to find the zoo here in Wichita when we moved. Have you ever uh, have you been to the zoo at Colorado Springs? That's really pretty on the side of a, mount, a mountain. Though. Yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Um, that's a zoo that you want to make sure you have a comfortable pair of shoes <laughs> and some good sunscreen because it, it's, it's an all-day affair to get up the side of the mountain. And when you do, it, the payoff is, is quite spectacular up there. We know uh, the zoo is the state's top visitor attraction. Uh, how many people visit the Sedgwick County Zoo in a year's time, Scott? So typically we have anywhere between half a million to 720,000 people visit the zoo. Um, we budgeted this year for about 620,000 people. Um, a little conservative still. We're trying to still get a grip on how people are feeling coming out of COVID. Um, but I can tell you so far for 22, um, that number was probably a little conservative. We currently are about 65,000 people over budget year to date. So um, people are coming out to the zoo and um, we're, we're getting a lot of our school field trips back, which is very exciting um, for us. So um, I'm hoping this year we'll actually get closer to that 700,000 mark, but it'll, we'll see how the summer goes. It looks like a little pent up demand from the, from during the pandemic then people want to get out and they, they missed, they missed their zoo. Yeah, I think I think people want to get outside. They have missed the zoo. Um, while COVID was going on, we still were doing some exciting things here. We have an all-new entry that we opened up shortly um, right after COVID started. We were working on it still. Um, we've opened a new um, Sloth in the Family Asian Big Cat Trek exhibit, which incorporates the original Sloth and Tiger Trek but then adds new habitats for both snow leopards and ammer leopards. And so that's a new exhibit that came on in 21. And then this summer, we've got some exciting things. We've opened Stingray Cove, 
which is our first kind of um, full contact experience here at the zoo where guests can come in and see two different species of stingrays and two different species of shark. And the exhibit is interactive where guests can touch the animals and feed the animals. Um, and that's been driving our gate quite significantly, I think. Um, later this summer, um, the last exciting thing for new exhibits or new experiences, we will have the Martha C. Buford Safari Express, which will be our first train here at the zoo. Um, we have purchased a new train system from Chance Industries here in town and are really looking forward to getting guests out here to experience it. Um, it'll be very different view of the zoo. The train will only go through a short part of the zoo that the public is used to. The rest of the route will be through our behind the scenes area and kind of will pull the curtain back on our operation and show folks some of the things that we do that they may not know we do. I'll tell you, I've, uh, you've answered about six of my questions already here. and <laughs> you, uh, You're excited about things, I know. But, hey, you know, since I saw the movie Jaws, I've always wanted to, to pet about a 15-foot shark. Will I have that opportunity? Well, you'll have an <laughs> opportunity to, to see and touch a shark. He won't be 15 feet. Um, our two species of shark that we have um, down at Stingray Cove are both different types of bamboo sharks, <laughs> which are kind of a bottom-dwelling, really camouflaged shark. Um, but ours are probably not even two feet long and are very docile, um, but it, it's a shark nonetheless. So you could, you could check that box off and just tell your friends however big a fish story you want to. Yeah, I petted a shark in Kansas. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> What uh, and we're probably not going to need a bigger boat either on that one. So, uh, so where do these visitors all come from? I know they don't all come from Wichita, right? No, we are drawing from all over the state. Um, we do have a large group of our people that do come locally here within Sedgwick County and the surrounding counties, um, but we do pull from the western part of the state um, through our data that we collect um, through our admissions area. We know that we have guests coming in from as far away as Texas and um, definitely people from Oklahoma and Missouri. Um, over the last few years, we've had guests come in as far as Rhode Island. Um, we had a couple that came in through um, New Jersey on a cross-country trip a few years ago that left us a really nice review and some comments on a couple of social media sites. Uh, so we do know that we are drawing um, guests from all over the place. Um, but Kansas is our, our number one market, obviously, and we're trying to expand that into our neighboring states and really trying to get people to come to Wichita and see um, the zoo that most people don't expect to see when they come here. You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably certain that you every now and then you get somebody from, a, from another country coming through there as well, foreign country. Yeah, occasionally. Um, and actually, we most recently have had some um, refugees from Ukraine, um, unfortunately, who have found their way to Wichita. But we're, we were able to have them here at the zoo and had a real exciting day with them. Um, they were part of a, a church mission group that um, came through. And it was really neat to see and hear what they felt about, you know, a zoo, you know, a continent away from where they're from. Absolutely. Hey, uh, now, does all of the zoo's funding come from, from our county government? 
Uh, no, we are a public-private partnership, so roughly about half of our budget comes from the county, and the other half comes from the Zoological Society, and we raise that through our, obviously, ticket prices into the zoo, um, our concessions and gift sales here at the zoo. Um, the county support pays for 100% of our county employees, so that is all of the animal care team, our zookeepers, our veterinarians, um, and then all of our maintenance and horticulture are all county employees. Uh, the county also chips in a sizable chunk of money for capital improvement. So just keeping the buildings in repair, um, keeping our grounds uh, you know, as up-to-date as possible. Um, but it takes a lot of money to run a zoo the size of Sedgwick County Zoo. So the Zoological Society has to work hard every year to make up that other half. And that's reasons why we brought on things like Stingray Cove and the train and the wild lights events that we have in the fall. Those are all um, operations that help support our mission and help us keep the lights on and our animals fed. Does the zoo participate in, in breeding programs with other zoos? Yeah, as, as a member of AZA, we are um, involved in many breeding programs um, across the campus, um, and we participate with a lot of other AZA facilities. So it's not uncommon for us to get an animal in here, and if we have breeding success two or three times, um, sometimes those animals get moved on to the next zoo. Mm -hmm. um, like currently, we are hoping to bring in a new giraffe, and that is a program that is, is monitored by population biologists within AZA. And they look at what our needs are and the giraffe that we have here on grounds already. And they make some recommendations for us depending on what we want to do. Um, you mentioned the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo there in, in Colorado Springs. Um, they have a huge group of giraffes. They are one of the prime kind of reproductive centers for giraffe in AZA. Um, so zoos like that are very important for the overall population of, of giraffe or whatever animal you're looking at all across our AZA partners. We talked about Stingray Cove. Uh, is that, has that been a hit, I presume? Is this going to be, is that a permanent exhibit then at the zoo? Yeah, it's, it's been a real popular exhibit so far. Um, I haven't really seen any sign that Popularity is dropping off yet, and it is going to be a minimum five-year um, stay here at the zoo. But I'll tell you, Steve, we built and modified that area for the long haul. Um, I would not be surprised if Stingray Cove isn't with us for many years to come. Um, but for right now, we, we are real happy with the results, and a lot of guests are coming through and are really enjoying that new experience. Which, uh, which animals are the most popular with zoo visitors? Here at Sedgwick County, I'd probably say gorillas. Um, <laughs> all of our big cats. And then penguins are right up there, too. Um, penguins have been one of the um, crowd favorites since we brought them to Sedgwick County with the help of Cessna uh, back in 2007. And um, usually, if, if we have to shut down the penguin cove, for any type of repair or 
maintenance. Um, we definitely hear about it from our guests because that is obviously one of those exhibits that everybody wants to see when they come here. So um, I'd also say our elephant herd is a huge um, popular group, popular area sure. over here in the zoo. Um, and for all the reasons that, you know, people get excited about elephants, but the story of our elephants and the kind of the exhibit and habitat that we've created for our elephants makes it just a very, very popular area. You're listening to Issues 2022 on the Odyssey radio stations, and our guest is Sedgwick County Zoo President and CEO Scott Newland. Scott, uh, I know you have special events at the zoo. You talked about a couple of them already. Tell, but tell us about the Father's Day Car Show. That one's coming up. Yeah, Father's Day Car Show is coming up on us really quick. Um, we've had Father's Day Car Show out here for many years here at the zoo, and it's a great day to kind of mix a couple of, um, you know, interests that don't normally mix well together. You don't really think of um, car show and zoo as, as something that's compatible, but it, it makes for a great day. Um, we usually have anywhere from 90 to 120 cars out here um, scattered all over the grounds. Um, we have different categories that we have judges for and, and award different awards for, you know, best European car or best 1950s era car. Um, and it's just a great day for the families to come out. Um, we, we have a lot of repeat um, participants, and it, it's kind of fun to see those individuals come back year after year. Sometimes they bring a new car out sometimes it's it's the same car they've had for 40 years and wouldn't change a thing about it so it it's a really fun day and it's long as the weather behaves itself um we usually have a real good time on father's day that, here. that's going to be on june 19th uh, tell me about uh, what are twilight tuesdays at the zoo so twilight tuesdays happen every tuesday in july and um it is a reduced admission for the entire day and we're also open for longer hours that day and this year we are doing a new program it's not necessarily new to the zoo but we haven't had concerts here at the zoo for a few years so we're bringing back some uh, local bands and some area bands that will be here um, performing for us um, so starting june 5th we have the group called annie up june 12th is the lou brown band June 9th, sorry, July 19th is a group called Across the Pond. I believe they are a Beatles cover band. And then July 26th is Jared Brown and the Dirt Road Misfits. So <laughs> we've got a really good group of, of bands to offer for our guests. Um, live music will start at 5.30 on those nights, and the zoo is open till 8.30 um, on those days. What is, the, uh, what is Back to School Bash? What is, what's that all about? Um, Back to School Bash is a event that we host here every year and trying to support um, 259 and area schools um, with attendance. Um, guests can come in, um, bring a school supply donation. Um, it's a way that we can help our regional and um, schools collect supplies for teachers and students that may not have everything they need. Um, to get started off on a school season on the right foot. And we're just very excited about that program. Usually it's a, it's a very popular day, um, and we 
have historically collected a lot of supplies for our, our local schools. You know, the annual Zubilee is, I believe, your biggest fundraiser. Um, how many people actually attend that party every year? So, Steve, it, it varies. When, when the weather is good and it's not the surface of the sun in that time of September, um, we can have anywhere from 5,500 to 6,000 people here for the event of Zubilee. Oh, and that's quite a party. I've been to a couple of those. That's quite yes, a party. It, it is, if you've never been to Zubilee, it is quite the experience. Um, we usually have anywhere from 40 to 60 local restaurant vendors um, lots of drink vendors, um, all kinds of different types of art and packages that are donated for the silent auction. Um, and it's just, it's a great party, live music all night, all you can eat and drink. And it's, it's a great way to come out and support the zoo and have a good evening with friends and family. Tell us about Boo at the Zoo. So Boo at the Zoo is our annual Halloween event. Um, over the years, we've kind of changed our, our Boo at the Zoo event. Um, now it's during the day. Um, so regular zoo admission does apply, but you can come out in costume, and we have candy stations all over the zoo, and you can come out, bring your, bring your kids, take a bunch of photos. We'll have Halloween games and just different types of Halloween activities for all ages. And you celebrate Cinco de Mayo at the zoo as well, right? Yeah, we had a great Cinco de Mayo festival this year. Um, we had over 9,000 people that showed up for Cinco this year. Um, it was a, a tr great, great party. Um, excellent live music that went for most of the day. Um, so I look forward to that event every year. So Mother's Day's already passed, but did, how, was, how was Mother's Day at the zoo? Uh, Mother's Day is also a very popular day. Um, and we had great weather for Mother's Day, so... Um, lots of moms and families came out to celebrate. We had a really good day uh, for, you know, pretty much anybody that wanted to celebrate their mother and take them out for a fun day. Now, you, you use volunteers. As you said, you started as a volunteer at the zoo. Um, does the volunteers that you – do you have a limited number? Do you need more? Uh, do they have to be qualified in, in zoology? zoology? <laughs> Tell us about volunteers. Yeah. Yeah, not at all, Steve. We look for volunteers from all walks of life here at the zoo. Um, we have a lot of adult volunteers. Um, so if you're 18 and want to come out and support the zoo, um, there are all different ways that you can do that. Um, if you happen to be a teenager, we do have teen programs for um, through our education department that you can um, sign up for. We have a program called Zooniversity for age 13. Um, we have a zookeeper apprentice program for ages 14 through 17. So those are ways that teens can get involved. But if you are 18 or older and want to volunteer for the zoo, um, we just need to contact our volunteer department. Um, we use volunteers all over the campus and all over the operation. So if you have an interest that may not be animal related, I guarantee we still have some type of volunteer experience that you would benefit from. I know, yeah, I, um, we have volunteers in our maintenance department, yeah. in our horticulture department, and then obviously we do have volunteers within our animal teams. You have, uh, we mentioned the train earlier, and I just wanted to say that 
here, here in the past few months, I've had a hip replacement. My wife's had both of her knees replaced. And uh, when we were uh, several years ago, she and I, Shelly and I visited the San Diego Zoo and actually took a, a double-decker bus all the way around that place. Your your train is, it sounds like the train's kind of limited in uh, what you see is a, you know, and I'm I'm just sensitive to people who have have a hard time getting around. Uh, is that is that the permanent deal, or are there other ways that people who are immobile can get around the zoo? So the train is actually going to provide um, a nice way for guests to get from the front of the zoo all the way to the south end of the zoo by the gorilla exhibit. So, uh, for an example like yourself. If you didn't want to walk all the way out to Gorillas, now you'll have the opportunity to jump on the train, oh. take the train around to the Gorilla Station, hop off of that station, see the south end of the zoo if that's what you want to do, and then you can actually come get back on with that same ticket and um, get back on the train, and it'll take you back to the um, first or the front station, and you'll be able to go around and see the entire route. So the train's not only an experience, but it will um, be a way that guests can kind of travel the zoo in a different manner than just walking. Scott, do, we, do you still have the, the, the farm animals where you can feed them you know, the goats and whatnot? Yeah, we still have all of our contact yards over in our yeah. American farm and our African farm. Um, we do sell goat food every day. <laughs> um, we do run out of goat food almost every day. It's a first come first serve type of thing. We don't we don't want our goats to get so um, full over there that it's detrimental to their health. Right. Um, but yeah, we still that is one of the um, contact experiences that we have here at the zoo. Uh, nobody likes a bloated goat. Uh, can you uh, can you share with us any exciting plans for for the future of the Sedgwick County Zoo, Scott? Yeah. So Steve, if you're familiar with our master plan, um, it's a 25 year plan. And we have just completed kind of phase one of seven phases. Um, the next couple phases, you know, we're reevaluating just due to changes that occurred during COVID. Um, but I will tell you, we've got a lot of exciting things that we're going to look forward to. Um, really hope that sometime in the near future we can make some changes, maybe complete improvements for our giraffe and rhino exhibits. Um, we are currently working on an all-new greenhouse for our amphibian and reptile building, which is something that we have needed for over 30 years here. Um, we have a very large greenhouse that is a support building for all of the amphibians and reptiles that you see as a guest. Um, but we are remodeling that and reimagining re that. Um, and that'll be something that you'll be able to see from the train line. Um, one of the things that I really hope that we can bring next to the zoo here would be a conservation carousel. Um, we have lots of conservation projects and efforts that we do here at the zoo. And one of the easiest way to fund those is with something like a carousel where all the proceeds from that carousel go to our conservation support. And listen, uh, and we are out of time. And thanks, Scott, for spending some time with us. That's a, that's a job you have where... I would imagine, you know, you've got the whole county commission and people behind you, a lot of folks behind you, and not a lot of detractors for the Sedgwick County Zoo. Y'all are, you've got a great, uh, a great attraction there and a great opportunity to be something, a real star in our community. Hey, thanks again for being with us. We appreciate your time this morning, Scott. 
Uh, and uh, we look forward to uh, coming out and seeing you. Our guest, Hebden County Zoo uh, President and CEO Scott Newland. And that's all for this edition of Issues 2022. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.